0: I'm Lisa Harrison, writer, podcaster, and speaker. I live in the Northeast with my husband and daughter, and I started Mad Money Monster in 2015 to chronicle our financial transformation journey from doing money all wrong to doing it all right. Over the last two decades, I've experienced major financial and emotional ups and downs, and I can wholeheartedly say that I'm now on the right path for me. Using what I've learned, I'm telling relatable stories that will not only entertain, but also help you achieve your greatest life yet. Let's do this. Hey, it's Lisa from Mad Money Monster, and I'm here with Mr. Mad Money Monster, as usual, and we're back for another episode of the Mad Money Monster Show, and it is 2020.
1: 2020.
0: Our first podcast release of the new year. Well, raspy, because I've been under the weather, and so have you. Yes. Right? We've right. both been sick for the holidays, but st- still an enjoyable time to have some time off. We took some time off. Yes. Yeah, right.
1: by by force. <laughs> by force. Our bodies yes. told us we were taking time. But off. we are back and yes. we are
0: back to help you reach your goals this year. For
1: financial improvement, improvement. Very good. on
0: the way to independence. Right. Eventually. Yes. <laughs> so today I'd like to talk about contentment.
1: Oh, please do. Because
0: it seems like a lot of people out there, maybe you who are listening to this, do not feel content with their life.
1: Well, some people out there. How about some people sitting right here? Well, yes. I, I feel content. I'm jealous.
0: I, but I haven't always been this way. Okay. So I know, I know you're never, you're never really content.
1: I was never content even as a boy.
0: Well, I wasn't either growing up. I mean, I think when you're growing up, I, I don't know if it comes with maturity or, I know growing up, I always wanted bigger, better Faster, whatever, right?
1: Yeah, that's a different that's a different definition for me. It wasn't that I wanted bigger or better or faster. I wanted to be happier, and I wanted um, I wanted the luxury of time. That's that's what makes me content having time, not having things. I was never a kid, and we talked about this on on previous podcasts. We we didn't grow up with much. I mean, we didn't live. You know, during the Great Depression and, and ate lard sandwiches or anything like that. But, <laughs> but my
0: dad did. But your father did. Uh, <laughs> he had me when he was much older, by the way. Yes.
1: Don't know. <laughs> um, but for me, it was always the luxury of time. I was always very conscious that time was moving, even as a kid. But
0: even when you had the luxury of time when you were much younger,
1: you still didn't feel content. No, I, I, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. No, there, there was never any type of content with me because I always knew that the luxury of time is an illusion. I, I consciously, as a teenager, remember walking around my development with the old uh, camera, with the flash cube on it, film camera, and I was taking photographs of the sky and of the horizon line of our development because I knew in my mind this was never going to be the same way again. I wanted to preserve things as they were. And how so old were you? you? I was and 13, you wow. 12, 13. What
0: 13-year-old 13 so. boy is doing that?
1: Well, either that or, or a mentally unstable one. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe maybe there's <laughs> something wrong with me. I don't know, and maybe some of you listen and you know, go. No, I, I totally get That's what you're
0: insightful. saying. It's it's. Very I have insightful. those photos
1: to this day. I have them in my scrapbook. I kept those things, knowing this was all going to change.
0: Well, the only constant is change, but change doesn't have to be bad, right? I mean, it's the new year. I'm things not are
1: changing. That is bad, but also, from my background, you and I had both very different childhoods growing up. Permanency or stability was really not something that was part of my family for a number of years until i basically hit about sixth grade
0: true and that does play into yes being content that, that plays sure. in
1: so content for me has an entirely different definition
0: but then also with your career i feel like you're always thinking you can move up and up and up and up and up yes like- or as, as a
1: friend said punching upward and and i feel that you constantly have to when in, in in my industry that that's exactly what it is it is always about uh, figuring out the next best thing um, and, and achieving that. So for me, uh, I, I don't associate my career so much with that. I, I look at the, the bigger picture for my life. And while I'm, I'm happy, I'm married to you and I feel we are very Aww. happily married.
0: Yes, we are.
1: We have a great kid. We have a great home. Uh, we have food in our bellies. Our, our bills are paid. Um, that's all great. But it still doesn't bring me the contentment that I feel has always been elusive in my life.
0: I don't know. I guess I was not that insightful or that intelligent when I was young because I can't remember. I can't remember thinking I better preserve this moment in time when I was thirteen years old because this isn't going to last. That's dreamy. Maybe
1: it's not about intelligence <laughs> no, or insightfulness. Maybe it's about insanity.
0: <laughs> it's interesting, but you know, when I was younger, a, a young you know teenager, young adult. You know, I wanted the nice house. I wanted, but but then I wanted that desperately because of the way I grew up in a in a trailer. But so I wanted the, all the normal things: the nice house, sure, the nice car, like the big house, the big suburban house is what I wanted. The nice car, um, lots of money, right? The best clothes, like the standard stuff, the standard stuff that that I think most Americans see as successful like I wanted to be rich but I don't know if I wanted to be rich as much as I wanted to look rich because right because you you. I used to watch that show the lifestyles of the rich and famous remember that With,
1: I, I could never tolerate that show <laughs> as never. a kid
0: we would watch it because you know I, that's I guess, what was on yeah. that was popular yes um and all the things that they had, the shiny things and the big things. And, and that, that's all they are. And that, that, that's, that's, so that's what I'm saying. So I said that I wanted to be rich, but if somebody would have put, you know, rich in my bank account, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're a millionaire, but you don't have those things. Well, that's not what I wanted.
1: Me, <laughs> I wanted the things. Speaking of money and being rich, then let me explain to you what would make me really content. Talk to me, and the first part of it is going to sound very typical, and most people go, "Oh, I see," and that is, I would love to hit the lottery to the tune of you know close to a billion dollars, <laughs> right? You know, like yeah. when they get those mega like jackpots, an insane amount, yes. an insane amount of money. But let's just say five hundred million. Sure. Okay, let's just use five hundred million as as our our number, and. After you pay your taxes, which I would gladly pay. I wouldn't try to find a way to hide the money or just pay the taxes. Yes. Okay. Because you're still going to end up with 200 and some million over that, right? You're going to have between 200 and 300 million. And you know what I would love to do? What would make me content? I don't know. I would love every day. Everybody goes, I would quit my job. I would buy a car. I wouldn't buy anything. And I know people are saying, (laughs) you say that till you win. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would love every day to like walk into a department store and say, give me all your layaways and just pay them. I would love to walk into a hospital. I don't, and just go up to a desk. I don't know who you go to. I don't know who I would see about (laughs) this, but say who can't pay their bill, right? Well, we've got patients so-and-so in this room, give me the bills and just pay them. Yeah. And never, I don't need the thank you. I don't need to meet the person. Mm-hmm. I just want to pay him and walk out of the building. And I'm telling you, that would make me content. Because I really feel that the point of contentment is to leave the world better than how you found it. So as I grew older though, the, the flashy things and
0: the stuff and the everything that, that makes you look rich kind of diminished in value for me. So I... You know, I didn't care about. I've never really cared about cars, and not, not in recent years anyway. When I was a, when I was just starting to drive, and I was a young adult, early twenties. Yeah, I wanted the the cool car. I wanted the fast car. I wanted the you know, but now I just don't care. I don't yeah. care if I'm driving. I mean, I drove a 1999 Chevy Malibu for ever basically, and I just got rid of it not that long ago, like yeah, five years that, you ago. You beat
1: that
0: into the ground. It, it had over 200,000 miles on it. And it was like the best car ever. It was like an old, comfortable pair of jeans, right? Yeah. And I just felt great in that car. But aside from that, I don't care about the latest clothes. I don't care about um, material things at all, really. Would, well, you, would mean, you agree with that? I mean, the only thing I still care about is the house thing. And that's the thing that I still struggle with. Yes, you do. So as far as being content... Um, you know, we look around at everything that we have. I look around at everything that I have and how far I've come, you know, in life, quote unquote, and I feel so accomplished. And I, that makes me feel so happy. Like to see where I was when I started and where I am today, and that everyone, thankfully, is, is currently happy and healthy. And, and we have, The things that we have, I have the job that I have that allows for a lot of those things and it's stability and it's, it's, um, valuable work. It's, I don't know. So all those things rolled up into a ball make me feel content every day. Now, the one thing I do still struggle with is, oh, we could get a bigger house. And I still look and yes, you if do you look. don't know all the time, um, if you haven't been listening for a long time, we we just recently purchased our. I hate to use this term, but forever home. I hate using that term because nothing is forever, <laughs> right? Nothing
1: is forever. But so we purchased That's why our. I'm taking pictures around a
0: development, at 13. <laughs> right? We purchased our family home in August. Mm-hmm. This just this past August, and we moved, and the. The one thing we got the style that we wanted, we got the location that we wanted, we got the lot style, the mature trees, everything that we wanted, the neighborhood um it the one thing I didn't want was a huge house, but the one thing I still want is a huge house. <laughs> so we did not buy a huge house it no, is we did not. It is quite modest as far as square footage. it's twenty two forty um and I still keep looking, I still keep, I'm like, oh, is it too small, is it too, in my head. I mean, I know that's ridiculous, but it's one thing, and I think it's just a leftover from, and, and I, I go through the lo- the logical thinking when I, when those feelings and thoughts crop up. Like I go through, that's ridiculous, there are three of us, you know, this is plenty of space, we plan to finish the basement, hopefully soonish, ish um, which will give us another 500 to 800 square feet of living space, and there's just no reason that the three of us need to have, you know, more than what we have, and it is plenty of space, and I don't want to pay to heat or cool or maintain a huge house either. It's like I said, it's a leftover and I can logically talk myself through it. Um, but that's the one thing I still struggle with as far as
1: being content. But that is the only thing I I would say. I can't lecture you.
0: Would you agree though? I I would
1: agree. I would agree. And, and for those of you, I don't know, I would love to hear from somebody out there if they feel like I do. And that is, I can't lecture you on, um, you know, on the search for a bigger house because you logically just stated, well, I have all these things. I'm I'm content. I have, you know, we have a nice home. We have, it's a modest home and all of our needs are met. Logically in your head, there is no reason to look for a bigger home. And yet you can apply that to me where I say I'm healthy. I have a successful career. I have a beautiful home. I have a wonderful family. I have a beautiful wife. I have, I should be absolutely happy. I should wake up every day Absolutely content. Logically, in my head, I do a proper estimation of these things in inventory. And by all accounts, the ledger is full. <laughs> right. Right. It's completely full. Right. And yet there are times, most of the time, I do not feel content because there's still something lacking that I, and, and what I feel it is, is time. That's how I feel. I feel I'm not making the most of my time
0: yeah I don't know if I don't know if that's necessarily content though I feel like I feel like that might be outside of the realm of of content although i i I am talking to the people that don't feel content right now right like the people so like I- if you're if you're listening to this and you're thinking you know the same things like oh I hate my job i you know i wanna move i wanna do this this isn't good, this isn't right this There are three things, I'm going to say, three actionable tips that people can take. Yeah, please. To help them um, be content. And the more you remind yourself of this, the more you will feel content. And the happier you will be as a result of that. So number one, be grateful for what you have and where you are. Because likely you haven't always had as much as you have now. You know, so this is... Perhaps the best you've ever had it let's say right so be grateful for that because I can't tell you how many people are out there wishing they were at your level right so just remind yourself of that like yeah I guess life isn't so bad um two flip your negatives into positives which is something I do all the
1: time all the time. Like I... Yes, you are one of the most positive <laughs> people I know.
0: I have so many, and I'm sure most, not most, but maybe, you know, a good chunk of people have a lot of negatives that have happened to them in their lives, right? But don't dwell on those and don't say, well, if this didn't happen, I could have done this. If that didn't take place, you know, I would be in a much better situation or much better off financially or much much happier. What, Whatever. I mean, for example... I was in a bad-for-me relationship for close to eight years, and eight good years, like spanning from like most of my 20s, even stretching into 30, Um, and it was just something I should have left almost immediately, and I didn't, and I stayed, and I stayed, and I stayed, And I bet a lot of people can relate to this right now (laughs) because relationships are, what do we say, easy to start and hard to stop. Hard to stop. So, I mean, again, it wasn't like, it was just a bad for me relationship. That's all I'm going to say about it. Other than I should have left, but I turned that negative. Whereas I don't dwell on, oh my gosh, I lost almost eight years of my life, good years of my life that I could have been, you know, happily searching for someone or with someone, maybe having a family earlier. And, you know, I could dwell on that and say, you know, that really screwed up my whole life, but yeah, but it was a decision I made. I, I made that decision and I learned, actually I learned a lot. So I look at what I've learned, I learned out of that relationship. Well, I learned not to stay when you're not happy. <laughs> I learned that. It's a good lesson. <laughs> I also learned as a result of that relationship ending that I can actually be happy on my own, really happy on my own. I learned how to be on my own, which was something I was petrified of before. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot of like... Tangible skills in that relationship this this person was he was really good with his hands. He was really good with Craftsmanship and I learned a lot of those skills,
1: which yes, I you did. I
0: use to this day.
1: I would say that's that's a very bad
0: Um, I, I don't know. I mean I I wanted to do a different track in school I chose something else so I could dwell on that and say well had I chosen that first track I'd be much better off. I'd be this and I'd be that and I'd be yeah, Uh, Maybe maybe or maybe not or maybe I would have failed out and I would have (laughs) been worse off than I am right now I I don't know. So uh, any negative that I have I try to look for the positive of it and and say even if even if there is no positive of it, you know At least you you were able to get through it or are getting through it and and you're proving to yourself that you can deal with a Difficult situation and a difficult time number three enjoy the moment so Whatever it is, I know a lot of people will look forward to the next vacation or the next weekend or the next big thing coming up in their life, but they they miss, you know, the Tuesday evening dinner with their family. Like, they're they're there, they're present, they're just not enjoying it maybe the way they should because our everyday lives is that's important. There, it's an important time that you spend, you know, even a random, like I said, a random Tuesday evening is significant. You can spend quality time with your family, with your friends, with, with whoever, or just with yourself, you know, reading a book or, you know, improving yourself. So don't dismiss each day. Like if you're, let's say you're listening to this and you're driving into the office or, or you're driving to work or whatever whatever that might be, this is you this is you time. This is good time. This is something to, to be happy about that you get to be alone with your thoughts and, and maybe consume some, you know, entertainment or whatever you call this podcast for you and, and you can experience that and enjoy that. So enjoy each moment. Do you have anything to add to that?
1: The only thing is is all three points I really need to work on.
0: Yeah, and so, I, I
1: really do. Especially, you know, enjoying the moment. Again, because it goes back to time, I feel that after the moment is passed, I look back and go, "Wow, that was actually a really good time." I really should have enjoyed that more while it was going on.
0: And being in the in the personal finance space, you know, I know a lot of people. Their goal, long term goal, is likely financial independence, as is ours. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is so long term. A lot of times, um, because of you know competing financial obligations, uh, that we lose sight of what's right in front of us so right you're, you're we, so
1: busy chasing the carrot on the stick
0: What we like to say is chase chase fi as in financial improvement and then financial in- independence will come as a result of that so as you're chasing phi, you're chasing that right now um, you know just know that each day you're getting closer and closer to that long-term goal and enjoy the ride so let's recap one be grateful for what you have, because a lot of people are where you want to be, and you've probably come a long way to get to this point. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> Flip those negatives into positives, because that will really, really help you. Um, uh, just put, put your life in perspective, and, and realize that negatives often have positive outcomes somewhere down the road. Uh, and then three is enjoy the moment.
1: I think that's a perfect way to end this. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go work on all three points.
0: Yes. Let's get started with our 2020 goals.
1: Financial podcast would turn into a therapy session. (laughs) How much do you charge?
0: Happy New Year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a great 2020 to you all. Thank you for listening.
0: Yep. Thank you. We'll see you next time.
1: Uh, head on over to iTunes and give us a like and a review, and
0: if you want to read our blog, it's madmoneymonster.com, and we are all over social media at MadMoneyMonster. Monster. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at themadmoneymonster at gmail.com.